Welcome to Inspire and Move, the show that inspires you to create, connect, and grow. I'm going to bring you meaningful conversations, aha moments, and all the motivation you need to uplevel every part of your life. I'm Ali Aruda, founder of Inspire and Move, and your personal hype girl. I've gone from fashion school to celebrity stylist to corporate marketing to brick and mortar entrepreneurship with my husband, each time learning incredible lessons how to pivot, reimagine, and implement the steps to become successful. I am passionate about inspiring others to live their best life, a life of joy. We have the power to design a life that we love because life is too short not to. The best part is that you weren't meant to do this alone. If you feel like you were meant for more, let me ride shotgun with you and together, let's get you to where you want to go. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. It is your host, Ali Aruda, and I am so excited to be here with a very special guest, none other than my husband, Matt Aruda. That's right. Came all the way from upstairs to join you. And uh, this is great. This is exciting. Thanks for having me, Allie. Thanks for being here, babe. Yeah. And just so everyone knows that Matt will be a reoccurring guest on this show. Well, we'll see about that. I mean, we'll see how the jury how will be out after this one for sure. See if the fans like you. Yeah. We'll get more people those, to talk to your people. All the listeners. Yeah. This is exciting. And as we're recording this, we are celebrating six years married, which is just so exciting. Yes. Extremely exciting. You know, we live in a house full of dogs. And so part of the things that we enjoy so much together. And the reason I bring that up is because we've been trying to record this podcast for the last half an hour. And if it's not one dog, it's another. But wait, if it's not those two, it could still be a third. So constantly trying to to work out the pitter-patter of the small feet and one dog that's trying to literally catch flies. It's uh, it's fun. It's fun, but it's real. So here we are. That's right. It's good that they don't have like bells on their collars. We at least eliminated that background noise. Yeah, that's right. So celebrating six years married together, we've actually been celebrating 10 years together. And we thought that we would give you just a little bit of a background about our story. We've had a lot of people ask about that over the years. And so we thought that that could be a really fun way of starting our first ever podcast episode together with our story, and then wanted to give you guys some insightful tips, advice, things things that have worked for us to have such a strong, loving, and fun marriage. Yeah, and by no means are we marriage counselors. Absolutely not. But we know it works for us. We like hanging out, hanging out with each other. So um, maybe it could work for more than just us, you know? We like hanging out with each other like a lot. A lot, a lot. And I think that's a really good thing. Yeah, besties. That's right. (laughs) And the dogs. (laughs) So Matt and I met at work. We both worked for a luxury automotive group and I was in marketing. Matt was in sales. Although you thought that I was a contractor. Well, yeah, you work in a different building. So you'd come and go. And I thought, oh, here comes that that hot chick from whatever marketing firm we've contracted again. But that being said, in full transparency as well, we were both engaged to different people. That's right. Yes. The plot thickens. That's right. Uh, now listen, no craziness happened while we were mutually engaged to others, betrothed to others, but it doesn't mean that I didn't know who Allie was. I joke, but it's actually not a joke. I could hear Allie before I see Allie. Her voice has the tendency to carry across a 30,000 square foot building, but that's, uh, that's neither here nor there. One of the, one of the <laughs> reasons I love you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So saw her. And then, uh, you know, when things worked out the way they did ultimately in my path and her path, there was a great opportunity to hang out at, uh, at a racetrack 
actually, one evening, guards down, and we just chatted it up. And we went on our first date maybe a few weeks after that. Yep. Right? A couple of weeks before the Canadian Grand Prix, which was always in June. <laughs> yeah. It was late May. And I will say here, and I actually just had this conversation with someone not too long ago, how I was very impressed when Matt picked me up for our first date. I was already impressed because he had planned the whole date, which as a female, girls, if you're listening, I don't know if you appreciate this as well. I just thought it was so awesome that this lovely gentleman had the date fully planned. He showed up very well dressed, which was one of the first things I noticed about Matt when we first kind of came into each other's orbit. And showed up with the most beautiful bouquet of flowers that he had arranged himself with the florist. And the best part, he showed up with dog treats for our teacup Yorkie Molly. That was a done deal for me. (laughs) But I didn't want to lay all the cards on the table. So I obviously played it very, very cool. And we had a great first date. Yeah, but like, you know, for the dudes who might be listening, if you're not planning your date, especially your first one, how the hell do you think it's going to end? Or start. That's your first I mean, nugget of advice. I know I know how they want it to end. <laughs> but but how the hell is it ever going to get there without figuring out the first steps? Um, so yeah, and plus, like, you think it's an issue, me trying to fall in love with dogs? I've got three now. And um, the list will continue. That's right. Yeah. So dated for a number of years, got engaged to each other. That's right. Did it right this time. <laughs> and that was spectacular. We got engaged in Paris. It was amazing. It was beautiful. And here we are. That's right. It was a surprise engagement. Didn't know I was there. That's yeah. maybe for another day because yeah. uh, that was great. Uh, roped in some some really great friends who kept their secret, uh, kept my secret along with them for a matter of like months, months of it all coming together. And um, magical time. Wonderful city. Fast forward eight years later because we were engaged for just under two. Mm-hmm. And here we are. Here we are. Yeah, man. Six years married and couldn't be happier. A lot of years still to come. And that's what's really exciting. I think we talk about that often. Of like what what is still ahead for us and feeling so excited for the future. Not living in, you know, just a future-centric mindset. I think very we frequently try to really be present and living living in the moment. I think we're super busy people. We try not to use that word too often. But very much like high performance individuals. We like to do a lot of things and have a lot of moving parts to our life. But one of the things that we've really come to appreciate is how much we love this, but also how significant it is in our relationship to support one another and to grow together. Yeah. I think in the course of the first six years of marriage, you know, if we got married on September 9th, 2017, um, as of September 10th, 2017, I don't think we would have forecasted half the things that we have then taken on and succeeded with, had to pivot through, recreate, so on and so forth. And we're far from being the only ones, obviously. Uh, People move around all the time. Things change regular basis. I think where our strength is, and maybe if there is a word of advice, or at the very least, something to highlight that has worked for us is the idea of knowing that, especially early on in a marriage, in any relationship, you're going to have growth and you're going to grow in different ways, um, certainly uh, in more than just one and trying to find, you know, your grooves, trying to find your successes, you know, what, what you were successful with on day one might not be the same things that you find more passion through on year six 
we've both have different jobs now. Uh, I've had a few different jobs actually in these last six years. We own a business that we never thought we would actually own six years ago. We've got two out of our three dogs here that we can't imagine our lives without that we did not know anything about when we got married. And it goes on and on and on. My point with all of this, I guess, is in all of these changes, all of these pivots, whether it be something that you know Ali wanted first or something that I wanted first or something that we just kind of fell into, I think it's fair to say that what we both met these opportunities with is support for one another especially in the moment of one of us wanting it more than the other. And nobody's saying, arms up in the air, it's a hard no for me. I think we're both open-minded enough and we're both respectful enough of each other's wishes that you know it might not necessarily line up with the here and now for one of us, but if somebody else in our partnership really feels like it is meant for them in that moment, we're going to support it one way or the other, until we see it through successfully, because at the end of the day, the last thing either one of us want to do is for one of us to fail, because that ultimately means we both fail. So we're 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 going to we're going to push through whatever it is, and we've had our we've had our challenges that we don't need to get into at this stage from a business perspective uh, is what I mean, and that's honestly what I mean. I, I'd say from a relationship standpoint, we like never fight. No, no which we- is kind of weird. Kind of weird that we don't. I can maybe count how many times we've had like fights on one hand no, we don't really and fight. it's not it's even like, a fight it's this awkward silence treatment and <laughs> yeah. then we kind of look at each other you know at, at most it might be 24 hours like maybe there's a, a like you go to to sleep and then you wake up and you're still just, pissed this is just annoying that we have this like weird energy and vibe so yeah. someone will go up to the other person and kind of like inch towards one another and be like yeah, this is stupid let's just have a hug and make up and move on and <laughs> let's like, have a hug shall yeah, we? <laughs> let's have a hug and like right. walk the dogs and have a coffee done and all will be all will be well. Yes, exactly. That was all really well said. I liked everything that you said there. Thanks. It's um, it's as if this isn't my first podcast. I know. I Do know. you have another podcast that you even told me about? Whole other life. You're natural. <laughs> but one of the things that we've really I think in the last six to nine months, I probably started my personal development journey a lot earlier as a result of a you know network marketing business. That's one of the things I love about network marketing is the personal development work. And I was became kind of obsessed with that. And you've really fallen into that in the last year. year? Yeah. It's um I mean I saw you reading all the books and doing the online courses, especially during COVID lockdowns and closures where I was reading some of the murder mysteries that I love so much. Yeah. Uh, I still do. By Sherry Lapina, you love her books. Sherry Lapina, love and her. Ruth Ware. Woo! <laughs> Woo, it's a hot night. Um and I still love them. I still love them. But I have fallen in love as well with the personal development stuff. I've got a few favorites, obviously. The book that really changed your mindset? Get Out of Your Own Way. Oh, bye. Yeah. yeah. Um, Dave Hollis. Never knew the guy, but my Rest God, one hell of a writer. That's for sure. That was a big game changer for you. Changed everything. My life, my mindset, uh, the execution of the next steps very shortly after reading it to get us to where we are here now in business and in opportunity risk-taking and all of that stuff that I think we were not necessarily averse to before, but I think we're much more open to it because of the the idea of being able to, to manifest good things and to be able to see what these steps could look like as a best case scenario. And that's not to say that you go into it with your eyes closed and just swing for the fences and not know what's coming. Obviously, you, you got to be intelligent about these decisions, but I think there's been a massive shift in my mindset in the last year of 
you don't get until you try. Um, nobody's knocking on any doors to hand things out for you to be successful and to create a spectacular life you know, with your partner, financially speaking, uh, romantically speaking, community engagement wise, none of this just happens. So I think you've got to, you got to risk uh, a little bit to be able to get tremendous payoff. And, um, you know, we're still working on it all the time. We'll be forever, I think. But in the last year, mercy, like these, these manifestation discussions and uh, we see it proofs in the pudding when in our own lives and they happen to play themselves out more often than not. You just got to give it some time. You got to friggin' believe, but it happens. And I think it's who you surround yourself with and you know what you're consuming. You had another big breakthrough moment last fall when we went to see Keisha's event, Empower Her Live, <laughs> which is a little side story. I is, mean, did, did you hear the title? <laughs> it was a very female dominant event. Like if there was 500 people that purchased tickets. There may have been two guys. Yeah, like um, 497 of them were women. Yeah. And then there... Oh, three men. Yeah. And, and one of them was Keisha's husband. Yes. So, however, uh, yes, we did say going into it, we did kind of know that, but we both agreed how, you know, you get good content. It really doesn't matter. Like I've said this a whole bunch of time, whole, whole bunch of times since then. And even actually going into it, I get my, um, my ribbings from some of my buddies who know what that event is about and knew that I was there and all the rest. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to read a book because it's written by a woman. If the message is tremendous, of course not. I'm going to dive right into it. And that is what we had there too. They, she had tremendous friggin' speakers. Oh my gosh, yeah. Tremendous. And the from, two game changers that you really loved? Yeah. Uh, well, there's there was a few. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Lori hit it out of the park. Lori Harder hit it out of the park. But that was your first time seeing Chris Harder speak. Chris Harder was, I mean. Who has since become a really great friend. Yeah, I forgot that he was there. Sorry, sorry, Chris. Uh, you are really friggin' good at owning the room. But I forgot that was that was a part of that. That's true. Good yeah. point. Chris was amazing. And then Trent Shelton. Trent Shelton. My God. That was a spiritual awakening of sorts. And I'm not that guy. Like, I'm not that guy who just gets like, awoken by people in a powerful room. That's just not my thing. I never have been that emotionally invested into much of anything other than sports and dogs, but, uh, but Toronto sports. Yeah. That said, my God, that was, I still think about it. And it was something that, uh, that set the, set the course. So one of those things too, right? Like one of the, and that's kind of going back to what we were saying is as a couple, you, you grow and you do things, you know, in years four five, six and onwards that you never thought were even on the table year one, year two, just continue to grow as adults, to grow as your own person. And in doing so, if you're lucky enough, being able to entangle that with growing together. So the idea of going the same direction is very real and expected and looked forward to. And, and I think that's kind of where we're at now, but it all starts with, you know, if we're going to talk about what our success has been is as a, as a couple, as a married couple of six years plus now, and not slowing down at all, actually probably feeling more passionate about where we're going together now than likely any other time in our marriage. Which I would agree is with that. Insanely exciting in that mind in that mindset. But my point with all of that is you've got to find, I think, for me at least, I think about it and it comes relatively subconsciously now, but in the beginning of all this, especially when you're by yourself for a period of time and now you are this couple that you're swinging together, I think 
the key is to try and find something that allows you to be supportive if it's not necessarily riding shotgun in the same event. So I'll give you an, I'll give you an, ex, uh, an example. Allie does 4 million things a minute. She goes a thousand miles an hour and does so with the intentions of it being an extremely high level value all the way through. It's not doing it for the sake of doing it. She wants to ensure that the outcome for herself, for her community, for her friends, her family, all of it is recognized as being something she actually truly cares about. So there's lots of times where Allie will do what she needs to do through the course of the day and it inherently bleeds into the evening, into the early night. And there's not a lot that I might be able to be helpful with in that moment. So what I can do, what I do, do is I make dinner. Dinner's on me. And you do it really well. And I do it well. So, and I enjoy it. So a little bit of a win-win, but you know, that hour of prep and hour of cooking and whatever that might be, that is an hour that Allie does not need to break her focus to continue creating what she needs to create. And that's not to say that it isn't returned to me in other ways through the course of the week that allows me to buy my own time for me to con- complete what I need to do on my side for my own line of work and what I'm growing into. But ultimately, those are the little things where I think you don't have to wave a banner saying, this is me supporting you, but this is where you can kind of recognize where your own strengths are, where my own strength is, and use that to the advantage of the both of us, because that's ultimately what it is. We're going to make sure we're fueled properly. We're going to feel good about what we're putting in our bodies, all while making sure that everything that we're doing to create something is executed at an extremely high level. And I appreciate that so much. Yeah. And I love, well, I don't know know if bragging is the right word, but I am so grateful about that. And I love sharing that with people. And I guess for some people, they think that's maybe unconventional that I am not the one that is more dominant in the kitchen. Don't tell my grandma that. My Portuguese grandma, my my 90-year-old Portuguese grandma, don't tell her that that if I were to make you dinner, I'm not making dinner every night. <laughs> if I were to make you dinner, it would be a beautiful bowl of popcorn. Oh man, yeah. With exactly. a glass of wine. Yeah, I'll pass that. Yeah, very gourmet, very yeah. gourmet. Yeah. I think that even just kind of echoes what you're saying is being so intentional in your relationship with your spouse or your partner is how you can show up and even just do the little things. You know, we're really fortunate that we live and work and the business that we own is all contained in a very you know close proximity. And being able to just drop in and either meet for a coffee or, you know, bring you a coffee to just let you know that I'm thinking about you. I love you. Or I can't wait to see you. Let's walk home together at the end of the day and either listen to a podcast that we both love and appreciate, or let's just chat. I feel like every time we either walk together or walk with the dogs, it's either, you know, 50% we want to listen to something or 50% we just want to chat and connect, which I think there is space and significance for both experiences. 10% make sure the dogs don't go crazy when they see a squirrel. And that. And that. Yeah. Yes. Always the eyes on the prize. Eyes on the prize. That's right. Exactly. So if we were to put a bow on this little takeaway, yeah. what would that bow look like? Ooh, pressure. Look, it's not going to be the same thing for everybody as far as what their formula for success is going to be, because not everybody has the same strengths or skill sets or willingness, if we're going to be perfectly honest mm. with one another to want to be able to see past their own interests, at least more often than not. I'd probably say our success is largely based on the fact that we, although are in a 50-50 relationship, I think our mindsets are that we're each going to give 
more than our share. I'm going to give 60% and I'll only expect 40. And you'll give 60% and only expect 40. And somewhere in the middle, we're doing more than what either one of us are expecting of one another in order to be successful for one another, to be able to show up and to be able to do things at a high level to make ourselves feel fulfilled individually. And more importantly, for our relationship to be fulfilled and to continue to grow, to have a space for it to continue to grow and to kick ass. Mm, Love that. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Very powerful. Powerful. And I love you. I love you. (laughs) So until our next episode together, did you have fun? Will you come back? Yeah, I I mean, I'll have to check my schedule. I don't know if this is always going to be, you know, an anniversary based thing, then I can definitely find the time. Yeah. yeah. yeah like monthly. Sure. Oh, monthly. Yeah. Yeah. Monthly. You can celebrate. You can do this thing monthly. Incredible. Um, in between football games though. Yeah. Right. For it's, sure. it is football Especially season. on Sunday. That's right. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here, my love. And this was fun. Thank you all for listening. We are only just a DM away. If you have, if anything resonated with you, would love to hear from you. If there's anything, you know, this is new for us. The, the podcast, the Inspire Me podcast is brand new. This is the first episode that Matt and I have recorded together. We are excited. We do have a big list of things that we want to talk about together. Yeah, so that is fun. But if there is anything that you guys are curious about, we always say like we're pretty transparent people and open books. So if there's anything that you would like to know or you'd like to hear us chat about, just hit me up and would love to know. So thank you for listening. Thanks for being here. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day or evening and wherever you're listening. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, it would mean the world to me if you took 30 seconds and shared this on social media, send it to a friend, or leave a five-star review. There is power in community, and I am so grateful to have you part of mine. 